Hey there, Treasured Tribe. Welcome to the Live Treasured Podcast. Now, if you've been listening to my podcast, you know that in 2020, God used a book called I Choose Victory, written by Cynthia Garrett, to knock my socks off, to change my life, to literally point my thinking in a new direction to point out ways I had a victim mentality and call me to walk in bolder steps of victory. And I am thrilled to my toes to let you know that today she has agreed to do an interview just for our treasure tribe. I am so excited to bring you today's episode. Get ready, buckle up, and listen in because Cynthia Garrett is here to bring us a powerful word. Everybody, welcome to the Live Treasured Podcast and the Treasured Tribe YouTube channel. I'm Eileen Thompson, founder of Treasured Ministries and your host of our program today. And I am beyond excited to introduce my guest today. Cynthia Garrett has been breaking barriers all throughout her life and her career. Uh, She is the first African-American woman to host a late night TV talk show, and currently she teaches a show called The Sessions on TBN. She is also uh, has a degree in law, and she's written an amazing book called The Prodigal Daughter, A Journey Home to Identity, and also this book called I Choose victory. And this book changed my life. Cynthia Garrett, we are so honored to have you here on our show. Thank you for coming. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you. You have really, you blessed me with that. I'm I'm blessed. Thank you. <laughs> well, you bless me like you wouldn't believe, like you wouldn't oh, believe. Man. Well, let's um, let's go ahead and dive in. And um, and to our listeners, we're going to be leaving all the links so you can get these books. I highly recommend, highly with a capital H, subscribing to Cynthia's YouTube channel. Um, she has awesome awesome teaching straight from the word of God. It is super powerful. Um, but today we, we have her just for ourselves. So I'm, I'm super excited about that. I, and, and the whole idea of the victim mentality and what you wrote in your book, that's really what I want to focus on today, because I think that um, it's very easy to walk through life even being a Christian, not knowing that you have that and completely missing out on taking God's hand and really rising above all that, you know, that the enemy has, has dealt you inside of your past. So let's, let's talk about, um, the, the enemy first, um, with fighting his, his lies that he gives us. Um, how do you think that self-doubt comparison, lack of identity, confidence, how does all of that play, um, into, uh, the victim mentality, and really broader cultural problems as well. Wow. I mean, honestly, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a, one of the biggest culprits 
that we face in choosing victory has everything to do with comparison and self-doubt and you know words spoken over your life by other people that might not be the words that god speaks over your life and sometimes those words come from well-meaning people like parents or siblings or friends who love you but they're actually speaking curses over you or they're speaking curses over your identity and they don't yeah. even realize it you know yeah. uh and comparison is such a big one because man sis i'll tell you social media you know feeds this comparison right yeah. because all of a sudden you're looking at well she's got x y and z and her life looks so good and she has more followers well right. so now if if my life looked like that i would have more likes or more friends or more followers and it's just it's all it's also fake because I mean, we all know this, it's putting your best fake life forward on social media. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's not, it's not real. So yeah. a lot of times also, I realize that when I'm looking at somebody else or their blessing, I'm actually prohibiting my own, mm. you know, I'm stopping my own blessing because yeah. God has a unique blessing for me. Yes. He has a unique blessing for you. Yes. And if you're looking at someone else's and comparing you're, you're basically saying, you know what, God, I don't care what you have. And I don't even want what you have. I want what they have. So yeah. you got a father sitting there going, but my plan is to give you something different, maybe even something better than what yeah. you're looking at. Cause yeah. you know, he, he does want to give us exceedingly abundantly above and beyond all that we can think or imagine, yes. you yes. know, so we're limiting him with what we think and what we imagine all the time. Yes. All yes. Time. Yes. That is, that is so true. Um, and I, I love that reminded me of something that you wrote in, um, in the prodigal, uh, daughter, um, on page 68, where you said the, the reality is, um, the problem in not wanting the whole fairy tale, um, or, and let me back up the paragraph before you talk about that picture or that story. Um, and, and social media can give us a story. If this happens, then, then I'll be good. Then I'll be happy. Um, God wants that for us. The problems occur when you attempt to have the entire fairy tale in your own way and not God's. He has a blueprint in the Bible for right living and for victory. And our issues in the world today are all because we refuse to even try his way. I love that. I love that. I love that. Powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. So, so with, so let's talk a little bit about just, I guess, with that and feeding into that. Um, how does that create fear inside of our life and anxiety? And then how can we overcome fear? Wow. You know, when we won't do it his way, we can't help but be in fear. Because doing it our way, it, it, yeah, not look, the reality is doing it our way is not, it's not satisfying because it's not what we were created to be or do nine times out of 10. You know, when, when I say doing it our way, we might be doing dating our way. We might be doing relationships our way. Mm -hmm. We might be doing identity our way. Mm -hmm. I, I could never find anything but fear when I was trying to walk in an identity that was anything but the identity that the Lord created for me. Now, and there are different kinds of fear. I think there's that, that fear of knowing that 
inside, no matter what anybody sees, you're not happy. You're not fulfilled. You mm -hmm. feel something is missing. That mm -hmm. causes fear because you're, you're, you're counting on yourself and your own resources and what you can put together on the outside for the world to see. You're counting right. on all of that to be your success. So there can only be fear there because you know how limited you are in your flesh. Then there's another kind of fear. There's the kind of fear that is an attack. I mean, in a real true attack that can come against you when you're breaking away and you're, mm -hmm. you're pushing toward the Lord and you're really trying, you, you made a decision to root your identity in him. And then I believe that the enemy will just try to pull from your past brokenness or other things in your life to attack you with fear. And that's where you can go. You can literally speak the scripture at it until it stops and it will stop. The Lord did not give me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I went through a yeah. season where I had to say that scripture in the beginning five or six times a day. Within a few months, I wasn't saying it, you know, at all. Right. I was, I was, right. set, I was free from the attack. In the first situation, that kind of fear just comes from knowing that everything about your life is built on a lie. It's not built mm. on a rock, you know? Mm. So you, yeah, you, you, that's a real fear. That's, that's more than attack. That's your right. own awareness that you're not on solid ground. And, and, you know, all other ground besides Christ is shaky ground. That is what I'm just going to pause right there on that. That is so powerful. <laughs> that fear is because I'm not on solid ground. Right. And you should be fear there. There mm -hmm. should be fear there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fear that will drive you to the Lord. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So there's yeah. that fear, which is, that's good to recognize, you mm -hmm. know, and then there's fear from the enemy, which you have to speak the word against it. Right. Cause yeah. he'll attack, he'll attack us with fear by trying to pull stuff out of the tool chest that used to work or by playing on maybe mm -hmm. something that might still be there. So I think yeah. the Lord will allow that attack. Yeah. to deliver you from something that might still be there. You know, I, mm -hmm. there was a time where every now and then I'll get attacked with fear because I want to control everything about my son, my child. I want to protect him. I want to make sure he has a long, successful life. You yeah. know, mothers, moms deal with this all the time with their kids. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, sometimes in one of those moments of attack, you know, the Lord will remind me, like, um, remember you gave him to me? You're right. right. Give, him, give him to me again and stop this. Yeah. I didn't give you, I didn't give you the spirit of fear. I got your son. Yeah. I gave yeah. you, I gave you power. I gave you love. I gave you a sound mind. Yes. Can you trust me? You yes. Know? Right? Yes. So yes. that attack can make you crazy. Yes. And that's not what God has for us. No, no, that's not what he has. And, and we can speak that word. Um, and I think I love what you just said. It's important to take inventory of your toolbox to understand. Um, and I think you can, I think journaling is powerful that just because you can okay. see, but the solution doesn't come from a therapist, doesn't come from the solution is God and his word and speaking it back. Yeah. And then the other choosing to surrender, to, to walk in victory. Um, and, you know, and, and when, and when that happens, when things aren't working out, it's so, it's so easy to just go to God and saying something's not right. Like right. 
I'm not, you know, on solid ground, show me where. And, and he will, just like the Lord use your book to show me about my own victim mentality. <laughs> but, Amen. Yeah, so we, we were talking about kids, and um, I have a, a Bible study group that I do on Zoom every week, and, and we all love our kids and talk about, too, how a lot of times we'll, um, we'll walk through the same fears that you talked about because we don't want our kids to go through, you know, what we went through growing up. Um, but but and I think a lot of kids today um, are uh, depressed and anxious. We're beginning to hear that more and more. Statistics show it more and more. Why do you think that is? Oh, I, I think because even well-meaning Christian parents are sowing fear into their own kids' lives from day one. Mm. I think that brokenness mm -hmm. creates more brokenness, and I yeah. think that as as believers, I mean, it's easy to see in the secular world, uh, you know, you got kids being raised by parents without a foundation. I mean, yeah. with, without real identity, there's no yeah. rootedness in anything that is actually really a part of what they were created to be. And yeah. I think for us as parents, because we worry so for them, because we fret so for our children, even because we're, we're praying over them, right? Yeah. We got to be careful. One of the things I realized is that I used to pray my fears over my son. Lord, keep him, keep him safe when he gets behind the wheel of a car. Lord, uh -huh. and it was like, you know what? Maybe I need to pray vision and thanks over the wow. great things that God's going to do with his day. Lord, wow. Thank you, for, thank you that my son is safe when he tries things. Thank you yes. that he's, he's been delivered and set free. Thank you, Lord, that you protect him everywhere he goes. Thank you that there is no harm that can come to him yes. because of you. you yes, know? yes, yes. And those are words of faith. I love that. I've never seen it that way versus praying my fears over him. I love it um, in Psalm 91. We were just talking about this in, in Bible study this past week. But the psalmist says, "I he will rescue you from every evil trap. He will. And so that place of, um, of faith and not, not a victim and speaking that over and wow. Okay. How our own prayers, how we can pray that, um, over, over our children. I, then, you, I then, you, then you got a kid who's going out like, yes, I can do anything. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens yeah. me. Yes. And that, listen, that one hit me late. Cause you know, my son called me out on it when he was in college. Yeah. It's like, mom, stop. Yeah. You're not praying for me. You're just putting your fears on me. Wow. I was like, whoa. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a boom moment. Right yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. wow. That's powerful. That's powerful. Yeah. Um, whew, that's awesome. Let's, it, let's talk a little bit too about, about the, the victim mentality, um, just to get some words around that. What is that? And what does that look like? Victim mentality to me looks like, it looks like individuals. It looks like communities. It looks like generations, uh, yes. uh, races, uh, mm -hmm. cultures. Mm -hmm. There are things that I think can be sown from one generation to the next, from one yeah. person to the next. So yeah. when you when you got a, an environment that breeds a victim mentality, it can't help but spread. So mm -hmm. what it is to me is a poverty of the mind. Mm 
You know, it's a mind that tells you all the things that you can't do. It tells you that because you're black, everyone white hates you and you can't achieve. And there is, Mm -hmm. there is no opportunity. And, and Mm -hmm. it, it, it roots you in the brokenness of your past instead of the hope and the promise of your future. Um, it yeah. tells you there is no hope and promise for a future. Victim mentality tells you everything that God does not tell you. It is the complete, to me, a victim, living with a victim mentality means you're living with a book written by Satan with all of his promises and covenants over your life. Woo, I just got chills all the way up and down. Wow. Means you're accepting. Wow. You're even, even mm-hmm. the things that were done wrong to you. They may not have been right. You mm-hmm. may have legitimate issues with people that you need to forgive because mm-hmm. forgiveness is a part of being free of a victim mentality. Mm-hmm. And forgiveness mm-hmm. doesn't mean that what was done to you is right. It doesn't mean that whatever social injustice you think you live with is correct. It just means that you're taking your right to judge and freeing yourself by yes. giving it to Jesus whose yes. forgiveness you need every day, no yes. matter who you are. Yes. You know? And yes. it also means you got to ask God to forgive you for the incorrect, sinful ways you've responded to whatever yeah. injustice or wrong was done to you. Yeah. And there's always something, you know, I, I was sexually abused mm-hmm. as a little girl, right? Mm-hmm. Well, for mm-hmm. years, the way I protected myself when I got to be a, a big girl was I could run through guys before they ran through me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I protected mm-hmm. myself from them so they couldn't hurt me. Right. That was sinful because the reality is all I was trying to do was heal my pain with sin. You know, yeah. like I mean, yeah. because God didn't want premarital sex for me. He wanted purity for me. I couldn't even think pure because I was so locked into the chains of my past. And right. Give and confront those chains that I could then be free enough to go, wait a minute, my power isn't in, oh, I know men are weak. I can use my body to control them or mm-hmm. get what I want from them in a relationship mm-hmm. or whatever, or not even mm-hmm. connect to them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's just physical because that's what the world tells us, right? As, right? as women, what does the world tell us today? We're empowered because we can say yes and we can say no. We can, right. we can have an abortion because we, it's our right to choose. Well, yeah. what if, why isn't the world telling us as young women that our power is in saying no, no, you will yeah. not. I will not have sex with you before we are married because the man that yeah. steps up and marries me is going to be a true man of God who can cover me. Like yeah. that's power. Yes. Yes. And, and it wasn't until I really started realizing what power was and doing it God's way. And submitting and surrendering to God's way that I began to really be blessed, you know, foundation was established. And all of a sudden I realized my worth, Mm. you know, my worth wasn't in the fact that all these guys were attracted to me and wanted Mm -hmm. me. My Mm -hmm. worth was in knowing I am attractive. I am wanted by God. And the man that chooses to come to me correctly in the image of God that I choose, that's yeah. power. That's wow. You know, wow. and that yeah. man shall wait. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I, I mean, we got to rest on that for just a minute. That is so awesome. Cause that is like God's all surpassing power. 
right? And not, and it's the power that, that gives, but that the woman, we have power in being able to set those boundaries that allow us to surrender our free will to God in, in the way that he deems. And, yeah. and we can do that. We yeah. can do that. That is yeah. awesome. That is yeah. awesome. I, I believe that, you know, part of what my love in my ministry is really creating a gen, a purity generation, a movement, mm -hmm. you know, of mm -hmm. young women who choose to be pure because yeah. I really believe that we have the power to change the way things are because we have the power to change the way men interact with us. We yeah. have that power yeah. because they, they, they need us. We were created to be a helpmate. Yeah. A man can never live as fully and successfully as he would like to without that proper helpmate. So yeah. crippling a man by allowing him to engage in sin, that's not being a proper helpmate. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. succumbing to yeah. his weakness or his desire is mm -hmm. not being a proper helpmate. It's being manipulated. Mm. You know? Yeah. I was just going to say, I mean, you're, you're using your free will and you're giving it over to a man instead of, instead of giving it over to the Lord, um, which is, which, and when you do that, you have the power of heaven on your side, right? So, you know, looking at it that way, um, and I think too, like the, you know, the media and all of that plays into that um, and can really mess with the Christian perspective. Um, and one of the things I love about what you teach is, you know, the importance of being in the word of God every single day uh, and reading it for yourself. And, um, and so I love that. I love that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, love that stuff. Love yeah. that stuff. Um, what would you say? And, and you, and let me just say, and we don't have time to go into this and, and you've got to read Cynthia's story. Um, because when you read her story, you'll be like, okay, there's no excuse for me to, <laughs> to play victim card. None. Like, you know, there's no excuse. Um, but I know that you've been through a lot. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and then not just a lot in your life experience. Um, but as an African-American woman, um, I know that that, um, was, was a lot to, uh, to, to walk through. I have friends um, that are African-American. They've shared stories with me um, and I'm blown away by some of their experiences and how they've been treated. Um, so culturally, um, and so what would you say to a young woman who has been like, well, I've, I've been through an abusive marriage. I've been through sexual abuse. I've walked through the oppression of um, feeling less than because, because of my color, hearing people speak over me, um, words that scarred, what yeah. would you say to her? Could you minister to her right now? Um, what would you say? Well, the first thing I would say, you know, if that's you, anybody listening is I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry that that happened to you. I'm sorry that people are so cruel. I'm sorry that, you know, life has not been fair. Um, and I'm sorry. 
And I wish that it didn't happen. I wish that you didn't have to arrive at this place today and deal with the scars and the wounds that I know are there. But only you can really choose victory for your life. Because while other people have chosen victimization and have chosen harm for your life, you can actually make the choice to choose victory because it's, it's a choice that has to begin in your heart and your mind. And I'm not going to, I'm not saying it's easy, but I, but I am saying this, I could be the poster child for every abuse group that exists on the planet, you know, um, black lives matter, cancer survivors, abused women and spouses, um, you know, uh, uh, children of, of sexual abuse, rape. I mean, I have experienced all of it, marginalization in my career, uh, being passed over for jobs, like all of it. But the reality is if I stop at the excuses for each of those, and those are valid excuses that would make me want to stay in bed and not get up every day. Yeah. Yeah. Then the enemy would win. Yes. The enemy would have stolen my life. The yeah. enemy would have stolen my voice. All of those experiences now are tools in my tool chest. And I take them out and I use them to yeah. reach other people yeah. with the lessons that yeah. God has given to me through my own experiences. So you really and truly in choosing victory are choosing to take all those people that did you wrong and to stand up and rise above them. And I promise you, the only way you can do it is with the power of Christ. You got to lean on him. That's your Mm -hmm. first step in your victory choice. You can try to do it on your own. I tried, Mm -hmm. but all I did was make a bigger mess. Mm -hmm. If you do it with Christ and you let him hold your hand, you will realize why I say he is your victory choice. Because with him, he'll then confront everything else. And he'll give you the power to forgive the unforgivable. He'll give you the power to speak the unspeakable. He'll give you the power to overcome the thing you think that you can't overcome. And all you got to do is lean into him, you know, really lean into him because he's real. Yeah. 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 Lean in and, and listen. And so moving from, and, and I'm telling you, if you're listening today, literally Cynthia, I think that you've walked through, I mean, so much that um, I know that God is using you to speak powerfully to women as someone that's saying, I've been there and you can get up and you can do this. Um, So in moving from that place of victim to victory it can feel overwhelming. Like, okay, I'm at church, I'm raising my hands, I'm doing all of this. Um, and I think sometimes, you know, we, we want to list, but what is like a base? And, and I'll say that you need to get this book. You need to, you need to order this book. <laughs> yeah, listen. I you really you. need to order this book. It, yeah. Well, yeah, because I, the reason, the reason I wrote the book is because I, okay, so I realized, number one, that most people don't choose to be victims. They don't choose to be sexually abused. They don't choose to be physically abused. They don't choose to be poor. They don't even choose the color of their skin. People don't choose to be victims. They just don't know how to choose victory. Yes, yes. Right? 
And so I wrote this book because I had spoken so much about my testimony that I was like, God, what should my second book be about? How mm -hmm. do I, what do, what do I want to show people? And he, it was so clear. He mm -hmm. said, now I want you to teach them how I taught you to choose victory. That's mm -hmm. your second book. Mm -hmm. That's those lessons. And in my first book, you know, you talk about the person who's going to church, who's trying to be a good person, but still really not living in joy or abundance. Yeah. My first book talks all about my testimony and brokenness. Yeah. Brokenness is, is confronted at the, at the foot of, at the foot of the crop, the cross. Yeah. And Isaiah 61, which is a large part of the chapter I write in prodigal daughter mm -hmm. on brokenness mm -hmm. is about how Jesus came to set the captives free and bind up the brokenhearted. Mm -hmm. This is part of the ministry that when Jesus opens the scroll in the temple and they say, who are you? And he mm -hmm. reads from that scroll of Isaiah and he says, this is who I am. I've come to bring the good news to the poor. I've come mm -hmm. to do this. I've come to do that. Mm -hmm. The one part of his ministry that never, he never gave over to anybody else is the part that says, I came to bind up the brokenhearted and to set the captives free. This is something that only Jesus can do. And, and it, it's a, it's a really, don't I miss try that. To, yeah. Don't, what you just it, said. Wow. Yeah. And I try to explain this really well in prodigal mm -hmm. daughter, because mm -hmm. what I realized is that all of the circumstances of my childhood and mm -hmm. my past abuse and my mm -hmm. parents' divorce and all these things mm -hmm. were part of what broke me. They broke my heart. And those, those breaks in your heart are, they're real, you know, and I, and it, it's like, and I explained it in the book, it's like a, a beautiful piece of fine China. That's what we are. Mm -hmm. But as we go through life, you know, and as you use that plate, yeah. it gets mixed and yes. crap. Yes. And so it, it can still, it's still a plate. You can still eat off of it, but it's got nicks and cracks on it. Right. And right. those, those nicks and those breaks and cracks can often cut somebody else. They hurt yes. other people, yes. right? So that plate needs to be whole again. The only person that can make that plate whole again, and that plate is your heart and your mm -hmm. life, is mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. And so once you deal with your brokenness and, and, and that, you're then now really positioned to choose victory. And yeah. because you've gone through the process of dealing with you, and dealing with those places where the enemy wants to attack you in those very real situations and control you with your emotions from that. Yes, yes. We were not created to be controlled by our emotions. We were mm -hmm. created by God to be controlled by sound, godly reason and mm -hmm. wisdom and knowledge, mm -hmm. right? And yes. that's what his word is. It's a lamp unto our feet so we know how to walk. So, you know, it's like, I, these two uh, books for me are so important because uh, I really believe that they're the most personal books that I will ever write. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, mm -hmm. they're one is the, 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 the how and the why the other is the now what, you know? Yeah. Now what do yeah. Do? Yeah. And I, I love, I love that. And so, um, and, and Cynthia, what you just said, I've never seen that before that binding up the broken heart is he doesn't give it to anybody else no nope. teaching you know evangelism casting out, casting out demons yeah he 
it's only the Lord that can bind up your broken heart. And mm -hmm. I, I cannot, if you're watching and, and you know, y'all know that at the treasure tribe, I'm like, get your Bible. That is how take Jesus hand there that I, because for years I had a whole big shelf of self-help books and Christian's books that I kept buying. And it was like, I can't arrive mm -hmm. there. And it wasn't until I let go and just took Jesus's hand and just started being, okay, Jesus, what today, what are we going to do today? But these books are so rich and so good. And every day, Cynthia, I talk to women who are walking through or have walked through um, abuse of some kind um, or uh, walking through just pain and trauma in their past. And they're attending church and they're doing all of these things, but they're not finding healing. And if that is you, I would highly, highly recommend these two, these two books. And what a what better person to walk you through these steps with someone that has walked through the journey herself, uh, literally. So thank you for that. Y'all need to get these books. And I love too how you connect because this is something big too that we believe at Treasured Ministries that Jesus is the healer and that it's about taking his hand one day at a time one step at a time and you can do that and when you do that with him isn't it it's just like oh my gosh that was incredible you know and the lord of creation just walked with you through this and you want to shout it from the mountaintops right like it's the real deal. It is the real deal. Um, thank you so much for the work that you have done. It is, uh, it is truly incredible. And I really appreciate you taking time uh, to be here on, on our Live Treasured podcast. Thank you so much. It's a blessing. And, and I will come anytime you want me. And I'm... Yay! <laughs> yeah, and I just, you know, but thank you for what you're doing. You know, thank you because we it we need this sisterhood to continue yeah. to hold hands yeah. and spread out across this nation until we see a true change. You no, know? and it and it starts with each one of us doing what we can do. You yeah, know? yeah, walking at our Collins and do yes, amen, yeah. amen. Yeah. Um, and and the good news is that you don't have to stop today. You can continue to connect with Cynthia by you've got, you have got to subscribe to her YouTube channel. You've got to do that. I would highly recommend these books. Um, and so it doesn't end today. You can continue uh, to um, receive ministry from Cynthia Garrett Ministries and everything that she's doing. Uh, so check out her website and her books and her YouTube channel. We're going to leave all the links to that. She's got her show, The Sessions on TBN. Y'all check that out. You need to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've the got same. something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited too. I'm excited because on, um, on our YouTube channel, yeah. I think yeah. on the 15th of May, it's mid-May, um, yeah. 
Saturday mornings, and depending where you are, I, yeah. I think it's Saturday evenings in London and in South Africa, Saturday okay. mornings in the States. Um, okay. We are, we're coming back with Girl Club, which is a, which, and we're doing it live. And yeah. it'll be, it'll be airing on a bunch of different platforms on Salem Media and Salem Radio yeah. and li Light Source in one place, but you can check it out at Cynthia Garrett Ministries YouTube channel. Um, and then you can write in your questions. And I have a panel of th three other women with me yeah. and we started it as a webinar Bible study. And it just, we got so much demand for it that we took a break through the holidays, retooled, yeah. and now we're back and we're going to do it live every week. And I'm really excited about it because awesome. I think it's, yeah, it's, it's, um, I, I love to, you know, launch other women out there yeah. doing what they do. And, and the three, uh, young women with me are just their sisters, their friends, they're awesome teachers and yeah. they're real and transparent. And we, we really have amazing fellowship and teaching there. So I'm excited about that too. Love so it. Join me. <laughs> I will be there. Okay. So Good. that's Saturday and depending on you've got, so this will be up on your website. I think in so two weeks. I think we launch in a week or two weeks. I'm not okay. sure. You can find out at um, CynthiaGarrett.org. On the ministry. Okay. They'll, okay. They'll, yeah. Great. Well, I'll definitely be there. So I Good. hope to see y'all there too. Hope to see y'all there too. Cynthia, thank you so much again uh, for, for taking time. It was a gift to have you on our program. And uh, everybody, today is the day that you can just draw a line in the sand and begin your journey for choosing victory. Thanks so much again for joining in and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.